listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Niggas will lose their mind for it, wine for it, dine for it, pussy. Spend time for it, see no color line for it, pussy. Double back handicap and go blind for it, pussy. Pussy got endless prisoners. Pussy always revenging. A pussy is calculating and good pussy is rather dangerous. Pussy can be so facetious, the heavyweight champ. Pussy is so undefeated. Let's amen in that. I mean, the pump fakes on Facebook and the screw face when they look won't get you no pussy. I mean, the fake chains and the gold names for instance secure gonna reassure you not to get pussy you overcompensate too much for the pussy you like to throw all kinds of shade for the pussy see that's what pussy niggas do i know the ways of the pussy i see pussy looking at you how many niggas get mistaken for clitoris in a day how many sentiments you make before pussy running away how many times she gotta tell you that dick is disposable but if she fuck a young nigga like me it's over for you so a lot of middle fingers up speak your truth hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen you can never trivialize the pussy Duh. but a bum nigga like you would try it uh <laughs> i keep your dick is weak that anyway uh we are live on a sunday morning uh just barely um ready to do some um ready to do some podcasting uh appreciate everybody that tunes in live you can find the show live on crowdcast uh we do uh live like music before like play a little music while i warm up get the show ready get all the articles in together and then we uh start the show um and people listen to it and people are in the chat talking about different stuff people get to know each other friends and stuff hope to see some of these folks out at uh PyCon this uh saturday and sunday yes i'm actually still looking forward to this i don't know what's wrong with me so, right am i rubbing off on you what is happening because i'm normally the one that's like a ball full of energy the whole goddamn time i don't know what's going on this is gonna be weird maybe i'll get <laughs> on the plane and then i'll be like oh god people maybe that's what's gonna happen i don't know either way i'll enjoy it while it lasts um but yeah uh you can find us on the black uh the dot com, itunes stitcher podomatic um premium people uh just uh as a, a heads up there's some issues going on with with uh paypal in our site where i'm um like sometimes it's confirming like people renewed their subscription and shit and sometimes it's not okay people have been emailing me i've just been manually going in and updating everybody's stuff mm-hmm. fixing it um right. it hasn't been a lot of people because i just sent out a email for all the premium people so it's not a lot of people but check your account go log in yeah. make sure you still have if, access yeah, you having problems let us know yeah if you're and, and just email me the blackout tips at gmail.com also email in that email if you have a different email address for paypal i need that email address too because i have to verify the payment and put all the information in manually uh it's a little pain in the ass but it only takes a couple minutes when i can get to it um so just uh email me because like i said i don't know what the fuck is something happened i'm emailing uh you know all of all the proper people behind the scenes to make sure that we get this back to being automated because it's a pain in the ass for me too um so we're gonna yeah, try you to want your stuff yeah yeah we're gonna get this worked out uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow dog productions shadow dog productions has a youtube channel and they keep uploading videos and they would like you guys to click on them it's that simple youtube.com slash user shadow dial production or you can just go youtube put in shadow dial productions they have a myriad of different videos uh trailers for movies um behind the scenes stuff they have uh when we do voiceovers sometimes they film with me and karen talking to people there's one with me and chris literally wearing the same magneto shirt um, right talking to each other unplanned 
unplanned the most ridiculous thing ever <laughs> look like we in a, uh, y'all was spider-man look at that spider-man <laughs> right look like a fucking frat or something like we in the same gang the, the magneto gang anyway i think i might have thrown that shirt away after that i was like nope i'm gonna <laughs> Uh, i'm gonna go with my cyclops shirt now i don't want to ever have to deal with this again <laughs> but uh <laughs> nice nah, i think it might be in there anyway uh you can you can you can uh go to shadow dog production uh on youtube and find all that stuff so please uh we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that um man so much news to get into today i don't know where to start uh-huh. i'm gonna let karen do some uh talk to y'all first yes, i got some random thoughts but that's okay of course karen i okay. love random thoughts all right Oh, uh, and I like playing thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like all them thoughts, man. Come you know, on, bitch, I'm both. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, thoughtful person and a thought leader. Mm. Um, for those of you uh, that listen to Chris doing his Sandy check, I was on, mm-hmm. and that's up now. So if you want to hear my perspective and me and Chris talk about all the shit that's been happening in the world, you can listen to the Insanity check. That's actually up now on the NTR network. Mm-hmm. Um. First of all, uh, my first random thought is Roderick told me, he said, go make, go make me some Coke and put some rum in it. And that's mm-hmm. what I did. But, uh, I didn't do, I didn't pick the right type of rum. I picked like some coffee rum. <laughs> well, Karen has Jamaican rum that she brought back from Jamaica, uh, which is almost gone. One of them is like Jamaica rum cream, which, uh, is good in coffee. I put it in my coffee sometimes and uh you know is that and uh that 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 bailey's pumpkin spice coffee uh creamer is uh delicious just give you a little nip in the morning you know the dog that bitch you and then um she also has this clear jamaican rum so i <laughs> i bought a coke just one bottle by the way i should have bought a whole ass like six pack if i knew what was gonna happen but <laughs> i bought one bottle of coke and i said and she said and karen like makes the drinks while i'm doing all the stuff prepping for the show yes and so i was like yeah um can uh i get some rum in my coat jamaican rum with the coat and she was like yeah you know everybody's heard of a rum and coke right yes karen poured the coffee rum in the coke and i got pictures of it i saved the pictures <laughs> i haven't put them online but the, it looked like when you look at it it looked like someone stirred up a smoothie or a milkshake like the bubbles it didn't like it, it didn't, didn't look right i looked like what the fuck is this yeah it didn't look right it just didn't like it was real mad bubbly like you're gonna get a milk mustache when you drank it type of like chocolate milk it like chocolate milk but frothed it up right um anyway that shit was delicious yeah it was it tastes like chocolate coke yeah it actually was delicious i can't even uh hey it did look terrible and it was not what i ordered but you know what sometimes i mean i think they discovered penicillin by accident you know what i'm saying (laughs) like that it it turned out to be real good so uh yeah i enjoyed it but yeah it it was very good because i was like i don't know how that's gonna take i was like oh this is good so yeah uh my random daughters yeah i fucked up roger's rum and coke that was it no oh okay i'm sorry i thought you i thought you was okay go ahead oh no and the the second one is that i did take some of the jamaican rum some of the clear jamaican rum Mm. and mix it with my uh green tea that was delicious Mm. i was drinking some of that yesterday when i was doing the show with chris and that was very very good down by the beach boy as they say say in jamaica as they say in jamaica i know yeah they do they do everybody knows i speak very fluent patois as uh (laughs) As, uh, ah. as drake says i don't and i ain't gonna lie mm-hmm. they was speaking patois around me i was like I, 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 oh i know all I, of I, it i don't understand this informer 
so mm-hmm. you know i get i get it straight from the source a licky boom boom down as they say Mm-mm. in jamaica Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. next uh that, go on with your random that, thoughts that's not the same um my last random thought is kind of something me and chris talked about and it really made me think why all sex robots white females and non-people of color I mean, and not non because white men is the ones creating them and wanting to fuck them i know i know mm-hmm. but the problem i have is that uh why uh so you mean to tell me sex robots can't be male Mm -hmm. they can't be multicultural they can't be lgbtq Mm -mm. and they can't be non just a white woman or some variation of kim kardashian and it made me think about hashtag all robot lives matter exactly like that shit matters you know we will not have true equality in the sex robot world until you can get a robot with some curly hair a robot with some 4c hair you know a robot that's brown but even if they brown even if they create that variety if they still program by men to do what men want robots to do um and especially those men that you hear every time i see an interview with these motherfuckers it sounds like they hate women and the robots are an alternative to dealing with all the shit you hate about women like oh i want to fuck a hole with no opinions you know what i mean like oh there's nothing worse than uh, having to you know talk to a woman or be around them why can't they just be silent until it's time to put my dick inside of them you know what i'm saying so i don't think that the sex robots are really um Ever, they're never gonna be inclusive is my guess yeah not not unless which would probably be a hard battle unless women get more involved because the thing about it um men measure things by dicks so you know it's one of those things where hey me as a woman i might want us because there's a difference between a sex toy and a sex robot and people are stupid because a lot of people go well isn't the same thing as dildo motherfucker is not a dildo is not a replacement for a fucking man i don't say well i don't want to deal with the man i just want a silent man that just comes and fucks me when i want it look for some people right can't speak for everybody like some folks is out there like i I like my dildo compared to a man because i don't have to deal with all that shit like it's not i I mean i mean that that, that's that now that now that part is true but I guess for I'm speak I can speak for me personally. I don't use a deal to a substitute for a man. Right. And a lot of these men, most of these men use uh, sex robots for substitute for a woman. And it's mm-hmm. different between a sex toy and a sex robot because yeah. the robot is like a person. These mm-hmm. sex toys are not a substitute like, like for a man. You, you can you won't see a lot of men with a girlfriend and they own a sex robot that they like. It's not. For, I don't even know why people worry about sex robots. We're so far away from sex robots. Like, have y'all seen these sex robots? Yeah, they don't look human at all. It's not, like, there's nothing to worry about yet. Like, it won't happen. We'll be dead before they get the sex robots right. They they trying to make it with personalities. They look like mannequins. They like, they look like mannequins. They're like if you fucking, like, why didn't they just carve a hole in a mannequin from, like, belks and then put a fucking fleshlight in it and call, that's all a sex robot is at the moment. Like, they, like, they have, like, we have a long way to go before we can truly, say like oh yeah now that right there you couldn't even tell that that's not a woman when you walk in the room like most of them just look like fucking they like mannequins they you know they don't pass the um i forget what the name of this is but it's basically like in virtual reality they talk about it um and it's how this happens with cg and all this stuff in movies there's this little there's this uncanny valley that's what it is they don't pass the uncanny valley which is 
when something is so realistic looking that your mind rejects it because you know it's fake but it's but it looks but your your brain is processing it as real we haven't got that far yet mm-hmm. we need to get to that point as long as we're at a point where i can walk in a room and be like that's a fucking robot it's not we not there yet you're just fucking a sex toy because it's not a woman and like i said it's the reasoning behind it that's weird to me and that's why i don't think it'll ever get to the point where like there's not gonna be a switch on the back where you can be like okay i'd like to turn this into the lesbian sex bot like there's just a bunch of dudes talking about how they hate women but they love putting their dick in shit that's it right and and uh and i think and like i said i'm speaking for me personally it's one of the things where dudes already have problems with women use sex toys and you know because everything is a measurement of their dick so you know if i choose to use a sex toy as a form of satisfaction for various different reasons right you know it it, it could be because i'm horny and you not it could be because you uh uh you're tired or you you know because men mm-hmm. don't always want to fuck y'all believe it or not you know they don't always want to put their dick inside of stuff but society makes people think that if you're around a man long enough you realize they don't want to fuck all the time and it make women feel like they undesirable too so it's like if because then the ego is well if, if i don't want to fuck is something wrong with you it ain't the man the man's supposed to always want to fuck and women are are you know you're not as good enough of a woman as you need to be if uh you're not always getting fucked all the time by you know your man or whatever right and it's one of those things too i think that uh like i said it's just an ego thing and you know and it's and, and to me and i'm speaking from a woman's perspective it's fucking ridiculous when you talk to dudes and they be like what if the, what if it's bigger than mine motherfucker it's goddamn plastic you know this is plastic right it, mm-hmm. it's a plastic thing or a rope uh, or, or, or something that is a a quote-unquote substitute uh, but it would never replace it. For me, I like flesh. I like penis. I like flesh. <laughs> so I can't, you no substitute for that. So it's ridiculous when you talk to men and they turn around and look at you like you're crazy when you go, well, you know, this is like a bubblegum blue. Is your dick bubblegum blue? What are we talking about here? Like, it's well, not the, the same. Other, well, see, the other thing is these, I think, like, let's go beyond the, uh, what they're saying. Cause I don't believe these men. What I think is they want to fuck these robots you know they don't like women a lot of society is conditioned all of us basically not just men we don't like women we don't like feminine qualities in people we reject it we call it weak we the weaker sex we, we it, annoying nagging like all these negative attributes we put on women for their ability to communicate or have equal say in a relationship these are men who have decided it's more important to fuck a a, a mannequin with a hole in it than to deal with a woman that's it like it ain't even that deep because like i said you can look at them and they don't look like women like they haven't made it to that point yet they don't even have the programming to truly act like a woman like like ai hasn't made it to that point yet motor functions haven't made it to that point yet um not saying they won't one day but right. we're not even close right now it's literally you're looking at that thing going i want to fuck this man again because it's not a woman for all the things that m- these men hate about women that's it so yeah i mean and maybe a dildo can be that for somebody i don't it, it i don't is. know yeah. you know i know there yeah. are women that i mean shit le- lesbian women have dildos like it ain't right. exactly right. about whether you hate or love men necessarily correct but um you know a, a actual mannequin shape to look like a woman feels like a difference to me as opposed to because that is a heterosexual cishet man going i don't want to deal with an actual woman 
right period so, you know what i'm saying right. a dildo could i mean anyone could really use a dildo Correct. or a sex toy like that with you know like that's like i don't know this quote-unquote replacement but maybe some people feel that way whatever i'm not trying to get into their personal things but mm-hmm. um in general though like the this robot thing is not really a replacement for women in my opinion because it don't you can tell it's not right it's clearly an alternative because i hate women so much i'd rather just deal with this correct and it's one of those things to where like for a a woman if we ever get to the point to where uh we get uh male um sex robots those same men would criticize those women for buying those sex robots and you know like, maybe i mean if they smart they'll sell it to them but they ain't never gonna smart, let me tell you right. it's basically the male birth control of robots they never gonna make them fucking man robots you probably make way more money if you could if you could get to the point where you can make a realistic looking male sex robot you probably would make way more money than selling the men come on only because um like there's some literal advantages to not having a man in your life if you can still get sex that is satisfying you know such as uh you know physical and emotional abuse and violence mm-hmm. and uh things of this nature when we look at intimate partner violence like you know the number one thing to kill a lot of women is being a proximity to a man like right um you ain't gotta worry about this motherfucker stalking you you ain't mm-hmm. gotta like yeah and you could sell that so much easier like here is a thing you can fuck that won't kill you and won't have an attitude with you or won't try to like force you to be smaller make you apologize um push you down sort of you know i can see that being more appealing to women than men because men already have society kind of conditioning where even if you're with a woman for the most part women have this programming in them too to be like i don't want to be a problem for you i i feel bad when you don't want to have sex with me and that's my fault if you know if you do want to have sex with me um all the time if even if i don't want to i gotta i gotta make sure you're happy first and all this shit like a robot you know um for a man um i think the difference is not as huge as it probably would be for a woman yeah and even one more thing about even even some women will use those sex male sex robots as a form of safety like mm-hmm. they would just actually keep him around and shit like that just so that you have the appearance of a man being around them well maybe i'm not even talking i wasn't right. even getting to the like going out in public or mm-hmm. i'm saying just if you use it almost like a sex toy you put Correct. it in the closet and then you open up the closet and say hey come fuck me real quick let me uh clean off your parts <laughs> or whatever you know yes. what i'm saying like right. even if you just used it that way i could see that still being a plus on a woman's life because it's just like i don't have to deal with the ego i don't have to deal with the patriarchy i don't have to deal with the double standards i don't right. have to deal with the jealousy all this type of shit you know um that i think in many cases is very real for women dealing with men like it's right. just like you know uh, i was talking to someone the other day and we were talking about um megan markle and how even when you're black and you're entering into an interracial situation where you're going into a white family that there's violence towards you that you have to deal with you know um depending on how people quantify violence i'm not saying physically but just right there's a situ there's a hostile environment that you walk into which we all walk into at work and all these different places but i you know i didn't say it at the time i was thinking like pretty much every woman dealing with a man period like it's very rare to find a dude that's not you know at least to some degree programmed to be hostile towards women and femininity in general 
correct. you know what's the what's the odds of finding a man that isn't homophobic isn't misogynistic isn't um have some of that relate religious patriarchal stuff in them that doesn't have even in a good place of i want to provide and protect but that also a fence works both ways right a wall works both ways so even in those situations you're still kind of walking into a hostile environment because it's an environment that's not you right so and every relationship is like that it's how much are you willing to concede what is your tolerance level what what are you gonna put up with you know but um all that all that to say like i could see just as many benefits but we just don't think of women that way like we would never think of women as what if she just wants mind-blowing robot sex and not dealing with a man we to us that would be like what woman would want that but you know that's how fucked up society is and how fucked up our environment is because when we come to men we think of men and it's really not a credit to men this is a Mm -mm. this is a detriment right we think of men as well they just want to put their dick in something and they don't care that they wouldn't have an actual human being around them to do shit with and stuff so anyway um you got more yeah sorry and no problem and to me you know that's a good point that you're making. And, and I think to me, things like that matter, but it's one of those things where men treat women like white people treat black people. They're always underestimating the buying power of that market and never consider them, mm. their, 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 what they can do profitable. And they always shocked when they put some shit out in the market is profitable. Like, Oh shit. Women buy stuff too. Motherfucker. Yes. Women have so much goddamn power. Even women that are in relationship with men they make like 80 to 90 percent of the buying decisions in the household from what you eat to the car you drive what the fuck is wrong with people it doesn't maybe that's it doesn't make sense like society quote-unquote trains people regardless of what the, the the reality of it is yeah well you know you make um that's what leaves all these lanes open for other people though right you know like i, I like look at our podcast we we probably if white people ever thought about black people there probably wouldn't have been as many people to come listen to us correct you know if if, if, if black if men ever thought about women there wouldn't be you know as many lanes for black women to become entrepreneurs and all this shit like you look at a lot of black women's businesses the reason they succeed is because they super serve the audience that is neglected you know so uh, somebody gonna come out with a fucking uh, a male sex robot that actually uh is worth a damn eventually and then and then we'll see what happens then because that person probably gonna blow up but all that shit to be all that shit to say like um yeah that the the, the sex robot's not even there yet i don't even know why people get so upset about this not now it's not we're not we're not we're close yet decade, decades away yeah when you can walk out like you see a real doll and shit they don't look like people no they don't like no one ever mistaken them for a person like get the fuck out like we gotta get we got a long way to go man uh all right um you have any more random thoughts um, no no that's it all right well i'll try to throw in a couple okay um oh i i finally saw Mo- moana last night y'all it was good saw it on netflix mm-hmm. it took me a long time to watch it i didn't see it when it was in the theater because i thought it was the sequel to moesha so i was Lord. like I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip this because uh, i didn't really watch moesha so i didn't have all the the prerequisites and i you know i'm like damn i'm not gonna i'm gonna go to theater i'm not gonna understand it but i was wrong you know he was way wrong and it turned out the whole story was just a prequel to that uh canned tuna chicken of the sea it was the origin story of chicken of the sea chicken of the sea so if you guys 
you guys see it was the cutest yeah um it wouldn't have been cute if i was on there it would have been popeyes would have been the name of that chicken by the next morning what did they eat they never ate they was just on the sea for three four days and never ate i would have ate the fuck out of that chicken by day two um and then uh uh let me see what else oh i saw a commercial for general insurance and i i don't know why i never thought this before but the fuck happens if i get hit by somebody and they only got the general insurance your left tie gonna be the only thing you don't get money for that insurance don't cover shit they'll be like yeah for 99 cent a month what the fuck is up who what can you cover for 99 cent a month right i don't understand the right left tail light what the fuck is happening here uh also netflix related i hate that netflix moved the star ratings and now it's just thumbs up thumbs down i miss the star ratings oh the star ratings matter because that actually tells you if the movie is good or not thumbs up or thumbs down it's not always a good factor if a movie is good because a movie could be good and five stars actually good and four stars good and three and a half star like you know what i'm saying like that matters too yeah i, I just i don't know i like i miss the three four stars two stars like because I, I you know i might not hate a movie but now it's just hate alike and there's a lot of shit that's not i watch it and i'm like and now i gotta leave no rating because right. it's not a thumbs up this is now it's a no rating so yeah i missed the stars mm-hmm. I, I heard what happened was well part of the thing i heard one netflix put out this thing that said they don't care about star ratings it's if you like it or if you don't like it that's simpler that's what they like to use the other thing was people were the rumor was that amy schumer's stand-up special was getting so many one-star ratings and they didn't they thought it was maybe trolls or something trolling the netflix so they was like we just gonna take off the star ratings but i'm like can them people just put thumbs down isn't that worse worse than star ratings it's just a bunch of thumbs down i don't i don't understand but uh you know maybe oh i, I guess maybe for the aggregated how many stars is this special oh she got a two-star special it must be terrible maybe that's what they were trying to avoid but um with thumbs up thumbs down it just recommends it for you or doesn't so maybe they're saying if you liked so-and-so special this is the most similar to that so you'll like this you know as opposed to this got three stars and this got two you know either way i don't like it no and also i don't like it maybe it's just me uh and maybe because of racism what happened to like if you know black comedian come out with stuff you have people trolling him giving him one star nobody ever cared about that now you know i don't know if it ever happened to a black comedian that's true too like amy schumer was in the hot seat for saying a bunch of wild shit for a while okay and then a special came out and i heard it wasn't that good anyway and then you got the so that might have been why people get like people could have well like the shit she see this is that double side of that white feminism shit though Mm -hmm while she gets a spotlight that a lot of well-deserving black and brown women won't get she also gets the focus of some hate that a lot of well-deserving black and brown women won't get so you know she'll say some shit that we in the black community don't give a fuck about so she and it'd be something maybe we even agree with like listen women like when she's like when that article came out that basically tried to paint her as some type of asshole for wanting to get paid more money because netflix was paying more to uh chappelle and rock she didn't say i want the same or any of this shit she was just like if y'all if the price of the brick went up i mean i I desire more imagine how many people went was one star one star zero stars that's true you know that's because she get a spotlight now imagine if Issa ray said netflix trying to hire me to do a, a series on netflix they paid me low ball money in my opinion i saw they signed 
say chris rock and dave chappelle to the series and they gave them like way more money than me i want more money not the same not equal i'm not saying our careers are the same any of that i'm just saying if you're giving say thirty thousand to them and you only gave me eight well nigga i want 15 like what the fuck you know i can understand how she could come to that conclusion i wouldn't have a problem with it Mm -mm. but imagine how many people one star bitch you ain't no chris rock you ain't no you know so it i can see how she could become uh she became a target and fucked up her rating but all that being said thumbs up thumbs down seems uh i just missed the stars i don't care what the right reasoning is i get the reasoning but i missed them stars y'all um anyway uh let's get into uh some other, oh wait i had one more random thought but it's more of a joke it's just a quick joke and i know y'all are gonna hate it but i'm gonna do it anyway if jason whitlock was a magician what kind of magic would he do i uh wait do you give up yes respectability politics all right let's move on to the next one sorry into the sad news for lgbtq people um let me get some old ones i hadn't got to yet um as facebook blocks the names of trans users and drag queens this burlesque fi- uh, performer is fighting back this is all the way back to june 29 dotty lux has been called the real names crusader for helping fight back against facebook policy that queer users say is discriminatory dotty lux has been called the real name fan we already said that when caitlin beach came out as a transgender woman she decided she would announce the news to her entire network of social media facebook however facebook wouldn't let her in spring 2015 she said facebook flagged her profile that she changed it from her legal name to her new name telling her she had to provide documentation to verify her identity beach who had no supporting records at the time said it was important to be able to introduce herself as caitlin and without that option she decided to deactivate her account altogether took away the experience of being able to come out said beach a 22 year old michigan student it's uh it overall stifled me socially yeah and um that's the thing about the ids if you live in a state that's a little bit backwards or they're they're not mm-hmm. progressive on those ids mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. how am i gonna get my id changed not to mention that that's cost money and time to Come go on. do that um for essentially a virtual platform that you know um doesn't really uh as much as it tries to play it you know paying uh promote itself as kind of progressive you know it's a virtual platform that really isn't no it really isn't and 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 facebook just makes me very very mad because it's one of those things we kind of talked about it before it's run by white males and white males most of the time are never harassed on any platform whatsoever or their quote-unquote form of of harassment is when people like nigga you don't fucked up that's when everybody oh god i'm being harassed but you white doing white shit saying fucked up shit and people called you out and you consider that harassment that's not the same as you're harassing somebody for just existing Mm mm-hmm um but yeah for um for some the easiest way to get facebook to respect their correct names is to talk to Dottie lux the san francisco burlesque performer has made it her personal mission to help people restore their accounts with their preferred names acting as a liaison between targeted account users and representatives of the social media company lux has recently posted on her facebook page offering to assist people and publicize her efforts in a local blog interview she said she has now helped more than 200 users get their names back and has heard from hundreds more seeking guidance i watch more and more people i know have their name taken lux said in a recent afternoon seated at a booth um at stud at the stud a popular lgbt bar in san francisco that she uh, co-owns as part of a collective it feels violating why are we so hell-bent on policing people's identities the facebook name controversy which has been brewing for years is one of many ways the silicon valley company has struggled to fairly moderate and regulate profiles on the platform that now boasts two billion users following the coordinated protest by drag queens who said they were being kicked off of the platform in large numbers facebook adjusted its real names policy saying people need to use the names they are known by the company contends that it does not allow fake names in the effort to prevent bullying harassment scams nigga if you don't get the fuck right <laughs> right you actually contradicting yourself in what you're saying and the thing about it that's so fucked up is that a once because my account got flagged when your account got flagged you there's no process you basically click 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 I, I don't have an email address you don't give me a phone number to call i don't speak to a fucking person you have this algorithm uh, 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 this system and i don't and the thing is nobody knows what the magic number is is it one person is it five people is it 25 nobody knows what the magic number is that flags your account and so a lot of times what happens is that you have the these hateful ass people out there a lot of times that don't like you for whatever reason and they will purposely go and do this and then you flag my account all of a sudden i'm suspended i don't got access and every time you suspend it you get more and more days so it's one of these things where my account is flagged multiple times but there isn't a judicial process i don't get to say my behalf i don't get to to come forth i don't get to show any documentation or anything like that and it's one of those things where in my perspective it's fucked up because most of the time this affects marginalized people i want to know how many white people have you flagged just regular straight white people have you flagged for having having all types of names on their account bitty bob thornton jr jr his account not flagged but somebody in the lgbtq community's account gets flagged because bitty bob don't like them well i just think it's interesting because um like i don't know what the, they might be flagging white people well they might be flagging white people for appropriate shit i mean marsha belkinski gets flagged all the time for being a feminist you know um uh so so like there's all like they do flag people that are across the spectrum but it's this um 
basically is this like perception that white people have a fairness that's just unrealistic right like white people fairness to white people is well if i can't say coon black people shouldn't say coon right. so i'm gonna ban all black people on this uh site anyone who uses the word coon is banned from the site and it's like well it's not the same Mm-mm. you know um and you don't talk to a p- person like you said there's an algorithm algorithms don't have this nuance my problem isn't necessarily the initial ban to be honest um i would even understand of having a broad sweeping like we ban everybody that does blank 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 right right i don't understand why there's no review process that's and i don't understand why there's no transparency on the review process because to be honest there is a review process it's clear that people do view these bands because i've seen my friends and me get unbanned quicker than they said they would you're banned for 30 days 10 days later i'm back they don't tell me why they just go oh you know maybe they'll send me a little we've reviewed this and it didn't violate terms sorry for the 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 you know mistake or whatever right and i'm like oh okay so y'all did have a human being look at this took them however many days they decided this shouldn't have never happened why did it happen in the first place what's gonna happen to make this better and i get no transparency i don't know the person that reviewed it right i don't know the process i don't know who reported me any of that stuff my, my biggest thing there's no way i guess my biggest thing is there's no way maybe it's just me maybe i'm old shit i want to talk to somebody i don't want just some random robot shit is there somebody that can be that i can talk to because you have to have nuance to this because there's there's two billion people on this platform that's true you know my maybe i mean i'm not saying you can't talk to somebody but i understand on their side too why that ain't gonna be the process like we ain't got like we kicking say we kick a hundred thousand people off every day or some shit we ain't got we ain't gonna hire a hundred thousand people to talk to everybody individually about this shit and see we just think of the righteous people right the people that shouldn't have been kicked out the people whose names shouldn't have been fucked with we don't think about like kkk billy bob is gonna call up there too just as mad as you i what i it's a free freedom of speech yeah, i don't true. got the right to say they don't want to talk to that motherfucker either. no they don't like they sit up there like i'll I, i'll just unban you and quietly say we shouldn't have done it and leave it alone and let billy bob stew neither one of these motherfuckers is gonna be able to reach us you know not to mention you know um the danger of like maybe some of these motherfuckers you kick out the platform i don't want them to know my employees names whereabouts oh, yeah, you, yeah, you ain't gotta addresses no employee information though. you know what i'm saying though but yeah. i won't speak to alex in the accountant or whatever i'm gonna find this motherfucker mm-hmm. threaten you or whatever like mm-hmm. some of the shit is just ugly because it's messy and it's people right but my thing is the initial idea of some of these policies what people consider fair is coming from a place of privilege so it's already fucked up correct well everyone should use their real names what what exactly is that well use the name you're known by what exactly is that right that's a very vague term of known by you know people might call me rod in real life but my real name might be rodrigimus or whatever the fuck people might call me um and if i send you my fucking id you know and uh i say people call me uh barry because you know like you might see my government id and be like well that's not what it says on here well that's what people call me i don't know what the fuck to tell you right you know so yeah but and and for the record this is one of the reasons that facebook has less not not saying none less of a harassment problem than um twitter correct but instead the harassers use the built-in platform um reporting and stuff to to harass people right so so harassers are going to always exist 
um and there, and there's and there's really no way to keep those people off of platforms because like i said uh the difference between a dragging and a harassment is literally if you like the person correct because i've seen people report something that hey we don't like this motherfucker get them off the platform somebody they like says something and gets you know the same level of uh attention it's that's harassment you know so uh facebook has to sit around and figure all this shit out and i can see why they would have problems with it but anyway all that to say if they never conceived of this idea of a real name is what's on your government id well it wouldn't have been in this problem right you know and and shout out to Dottie lux for doing something about it once again marginalized person a person that's dealing with the bullshit has to be the person to go and try to have it fixed um feds are spending three hundred and ninety three thousand seven hundred and ninety dollars studying trans women in uganda um the National Institution uh, Institutes of Health is spending nearly $400,000 studying trans women in Uganda. A new grant worth $163,996 was awarded just six days into the Trump administration, continuing a project that was initially awarded in April 2016. Leading researchers on the project say it's problematic and that there is almost a complete lack of research examining the HIV risk of sexual minority women and transgender people in the African country. HIV AIDS is a major contributor to morbidity, morbidity and the mortality in uganda with an estimated 7.3 percent of adults hiv positive um yeah men who have sex with men msm bear a particularly high disease burden of 13.2 percent living with hiv despite this increased risk there's considerable dearth of scientific literature documenting the barriers and facilitators to to behavior change in this vulnerable population we need to better understand the HIV risk and preventative uh, protective factors of MSM and other sexual minority men in Uganda if we are to develop effective prevention programming. The Center for Innovative Public Health Research, a nonprofit group based in California that focuses on technology-based research, is conducting the study. One recent study released by the group found that gay people are more likely to be victims of revenge porn. Uh, the almost complete lack of research examining the HIV risk of sexual minority women and transgender people is also problematic. The grant for the Uganda study states, despite the assumptions that sexual minority women are not at risk for HIV, compelling seroprevalence and HIV risk behavior data suggests otherwise. The researchers argue that the few studies of transgender individuals in Africa have incorrectly classified biological men who think they are women as men in scientific research. Of the handful of studies that have been published in African transgender people, African transgender people, all but one included these women under the rubric, uh, the rubric of men who have sex with men, MSM. Individuals who self-identify as women should not be classified in research as men. The researchers added that the lack of research, including uh, transgender men in Uganda, is concerning. Given the invisible, uh, well, invisibility of the sexual and gender minority, SGM, populations in Uganda fueled by stigma, discrimination, and anti-gay laws, what little is known is largely based upon data collected in Kampala. Uh, the goals of the study include a comprehensive survey of HIV risk facing sexual and gender minorities in Uganda to find online and text message interventions for this population. Studies also conducting the focus groups to identify sexual decision-making de- behavior and salient language to query sexual and gender identity. Um, so yeah, I guess it was getting funding under, under Obama and then it got, I guess, six days into Trump administration. We'll see if that happens again, but it got some more funding in January 2018. Um, so I wonder if that'll continue. Probably not. No, because I don't know if you covered it or not. This is on recent. 
uh all of a sudden at the quote-unquote christmas party all they didn't invite any lgbt or black uh reporters to the white house christmas party this year come on here's my problem why are these white people going you see what i'm saying like but we but we supposed to have unity we all we all in this together why would you go if i if you know that your black colleague can't go your lgbtq colleague can't go why the fuck you stepping foot up in there unless you about to show the fuck out and be like y'all some some bullshit for not inviting people if you're not gonna if you're just gonna go there drink drinks eat their food and chill like at kiki like everything normal you part of the problem too man you part of the problem there's no other way to to look at it in my opinion yeah and even bigger than this and i know it's quote unquote not the company's responsibility you want to come to but like you know what none of y'all going what do you mean the company like oh yeah the company they work for companies yeah the company if, gonna be like no if yeah. all of y'all can't go nobody is going right if i'm if i'm your y'all all represent us right if i'm cnn and you work for me and they say uh the black reporter can't go but we invited y'all white reporter none of y'all going none and i don't I, give a fuck what happens at that party and i better not see you there if i do you're fired because one thing that this white house thrives off of is media coverage anyway right like they love when they get those lies covered and there's just like because they they know that the more they can be in the press the more they can control the narrative because the press is designed to work a certain way they're designed to uh take the press release and just report it they're not really designed to take it and be like this is a lie this is wrong this is duh, duh, duh. and then when they say this and they know that the more shit they get out there the more confusing it gets the more size the shit the more people fuck up mm-hmm. so you know the, and the more they get to cry fake news and all this shit mm-hmm. starve starve the motherfuckers like fuck your party right you know unless you're gonna show out I, i'll always add an exception because it never really happens but if you're gonna show your ass then okay your white ass can go up in there and throw a tantrum and uh i appreciate you and be like why isn't my co why aren't my co-workers why couldn't they come right but if you're not gonna if you're just gonna go in there act like everything's normal don't go right you know you know even if you are gonna show out there's other places you can show out but i understand that person like well i'm about to make a motherfucking spectacle you know what i'm saying i can understand that person um but yeah i you know I, that's that's that bullshit anyway um mm-hmm, right you're supposed to be my co-worker how can how can i look at you the same after this how can i look you in your eye and we're supposed to be co-workers we're supposed to work together and i know this is you quietly saying you don't give a fuck about me shit i already knew and you just confirming it yeah the number one thing the press drives off of is access and that's what's always been the great bargain between the press and 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 the coverage you know um and then now that and now when you have an uh unscrupulous uh administration you see the difference because the obama administration was even if y'all fucking hate us even if you hate me i can't i'm not gonna violate the protocol i'm gonna let you cover me you know uh i remember you know and they used to get an attitude when obama would just be like i, they, I forget what it, but obama said they weren't fair to him on what something it was like in, in eight years nigga one thing anyway they got mad i remember articles like this motherfucker basically like i can't believe he had the audacity to to say that we shouldn't and i'm like y'all don't talk like that to trump at all right that motherfucker basically just calls y'all pieces of shit says the media with contempt in his eyes and mouth every day spits your names out and yet here y'all are begging at the altar for just a little more coverage like y'all ain't shit for that right it won't show your ass because you're afraid that you get kicked the kicked out the fucking court they don't want you there no way right ain't y'all ain't shit for that dog I mean they want you there if you're gonna do what they tell you to right 
you know but if you report quote, their lies and don't challenge it right but if you start questioning in it and going against and be like hey according to such 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 they be like nope you got to go yeah um sex questions on the uk census discriminates against transgender people and could be made voluntary uh the sex question in the next census could be made voluntary at the claims of discrimination against transgender people the tentative recommendation has been made in the office uh in the office for national statistics the move could uh would make the uk one of the first countries in the world not to require citizens to tell officials what sex they are the proposed change for the 2021 census would leave could leave britain without an accurate figure for the number of men and women living in the country research carried out by the ons found the sex question included in the 2011 census which requires respondents to choose whether they are male or female was considered to be irrelevant unacceptable intrusive particularly to trans participants due to asking about sex rather than gender uh the report explored other options including hybrid questions with the addition of an other category but asking about sex was again thought to be irrelevant and intrusive while the other option was thought to be homogenous uh trans pe- homogenized okay uh trans people and uh and oh to homogenize trans people oh they don't use z they use s over there okay got it all right <laughs> it was thought to homogenize trans people and differentiate them from the rest of society a third two-step option with the separate sex and gender identity questions was also ruled out the report said we would tentatively recommend that an unchanged 2011 census question should not be mandatory for the benefit of particularly intersex and non-binary people who cannot choose male or females or reflection of their current sex or gender the authors also recommend changes uh to better meet the needs of trans respondents such as removing sex and adding one or more additional categories for non-binary and intersex people it's weird like they could just add a couple extra boxes yeah and it would just solve the problem you know um maybe even allow people to kind of write in uh some stuff yeah but, just leave a blank just like write in but i also understand the idea of just take it off i understand that too like but i guess for census reasons you go hey we, we actually need to know these numbers for statistical reasons yeah but i mean it does it is kind of irrelevant um if it's not gonna i don't know i'm glad i'm not the person that gotta make that decision yeah because it's almost a catch-22 because you use these numbers for funding you use these numbers from statistics and stats like you know so these ain't like these numbers just don't have a purpose yeah i understand but i mean i i yeah i understand i just i don't know what really is done with those numbers yeah anyway right and, and I, I know that can't be 100 percent accurate you know every person not filling out the census and getting it completely correct so i mean probably most people just throw that shit in the trash or something so i don't know correct. i can see it i can see them being like that shit ain't that important all right it was like you know what fuck it it ain't work up like i said from their perspective fuck it it ain't work well both both categories mean more than they thought they did in 2011 now so right. if they don't have the words or the language or it's evolved to classify stuff and some shit is just unclassifiable uncalculable so right. you know you're talking about human beings it, you know we don't necessarily fit in the neat little boxes Mm-mm. um i can understand both sides i can understand the we need more boxes i can understand fuck it just leave the question off like we you know we know more than we did before like, it ain't that important keep it pushing you know um anyway um last one uh new video game football manager 2018 and football is in football soccer yes uh they have introduced a um opportunity 
in the video game for footballers to come out as gay the creators of football manager 2018 said it is introducing openly gay footballers to try and tackle the problem of homophobia in the sport uh the game is less than two weeks from its full release but eager fans playing a demo version have already revealed the forward thing in feature it won't start out in real players though only fictional players called new gens can come out yeah i can see why that would be problematic uh there are the uh i mean the opposite if you would have said like and -and so-and-so gay they are computer generated youngsters who replaced retiring players at the end of each season so kind of like if you're into managing Mm -hmm. well got it the gay director miles jacobson said they took the decision uh because they are gay footballers uh oh there are gay footballers despite there being no openly gay footballers at the top level of british football we know from the amount of professionals that there has to be players who are gay but feel they don't want to come out i find it weird that it's still a problem in the sport so we decided to try and show people that coming out isn't a big deal and can be a positive thing i just think it's crazy that in 2017 we're in a world where people can't be themselves there will be limits to the feature however as footballers from leagues and countries where homosexuality is illegal will not be allowed to come out Mm, that's just making it real if a player is from a country or is playing in a league of a country where it's illegal to come out they will they they will not come out in that country so they so we tried to be respectful yeah oh because those people probably would take it offensive in those countries that and you don't never know governments are crazy somebody like oh let me go and find out who actually this person you know well no 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 that you can't out real people oh okay so this is only fictional players you create that come in that's smart and and what they're saying is like say if it's offensive for people to be uh openly gay and um i don't know there's i don't know some devour some shit has a team they're like yeah you then you can't there because you know the motherfucker that government will probably get mad and i sell the game all kinds of other shit like we're not gonna like we're not trying to be offensive quote unquote but yeah it which mirrors reality right yes because you know you can still have somebody that just can't come out you know because of where they play where they live you know uh should that player move to a league where homosexuality isn't illegal it will still not be possible for him to come out that that the way that we decided to do is that they are from a country where it would be illegal to be gay then they will not come out because the repercussions for the player if they would come out would be too severe for us to deal with in the game we want to we want to be showing the positive sides of this rather than negative sides yeah because yeah i don't even know how you would put that in the game Mm-mm. like yeah when you come back to this game uh you, you come back and play in your hometown they gonna uh boo you and call you all kinds of slurs yeah. and i don't want that in my game i don't right. want that's not the purpose of the game right we want to get homophobia out of soccer give good examples rather than show the reality that these motherfuckers are fucked up right. i understand that point like at the um, end of the day we are trying to sell the product and we are video game makers right and they're trying to provide an example i, it is, I assume to the kids and stuff that play these games right uh thomas hits hits wait hitzelsperger okay thomas hitzelsperger was the first english premier league player to come out as gay doing so four months after he retired in 2014 the german midfielder uh aston villa everton and west ham um for those teams uh say he could not imagine coming out while he's still playing that's that is sad um all right man let's uh move into some other news um as we you know whew, there's a lot of lgbt bad news over here so let's just move on we'll get, to, we'll get to some of that later in the week um uh did y'all know beyonce changes her email address every week 
that would, yeah that makes i mean i didn't know that but it makes sense ed sheeran uh who collaborated with the single ladies hit maker on his track perfect uh she's done this track with him and a track with eminem so far um wasn't a fan of the eminem one um but i need to go listen to the ed sheeran one uh but has revealed how the pop stop pop superstar has to change her contact details every once every few days he said i have an email address i emailed to get in touch with beyonce it actually changes every week so i emailed that and we got on the phone and i've been in the work since and it's been in the work since may um uh, that makes sense though um let's see what else happened uh a dude got kicked off a bus by the police um because he has smelly socks and it caused an uproar on the pack bus a man in india certainly did not put his best foot forward oh i know got off on the wrong foot i assume when a pungent smell from his socks caused a fight to break out with his fellow bus passengers and resulted in his arrest not a fight imagine getting your ass whooped because your socks stink so bad ugh the hapless traveler was on a bus from the Himalayan state of Himachal Pradesh to New Delhi when he decided to remove his shoes and socks. Oh, something he didn't have. How you gonna get? Nah, see, that ain't the right. deal. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, you could have waited till you got off the bus. So he basically did it, and you know, you're tight in the bus. Everybody in the same proximity. And like, I don't want to smell this. Right, you might be used to your stank ass feet, but we not so they asked him to throw the shoes and the socks out or or put them back put them away and he said nah oh then i'm sorry baby you deserve that ass whooping our argument started the bus driver was forced to pull over at the police station and the chief sanjeev gandhi said he was arrested on charge of cause of public nuisance and later released on bail right because you basically started a, a foot ride Mm-hmm. he added the man had threatened other passengers and caused disturbance in the police station I feel bad for whoever sell he got a share in jail. Come on. The man in turn filed a complaint against his fellow passengers and bus crew for harassment, insisting his socks did not smell. Nigga, if everybody agreed that your socks smell, they do. That's life. Just cause you can't smell. It's like the, the ultimate Febreze commercial right here. Right? He left the area on another bus a day later, they said. Mm. They didn't want to hold on to him too long either. Worst day of their life. Duh! It's, imagine your feet smelling so bad it made the news it, dog it made the news imagine uh the private equity firm that saved arby's is making 2.9 billion dollar bet on uh it could do the same for buffalo wild wings so buffalo wild wings got sold to the parent company of arby's arby's and buffalo wild wings mm-hmm. still here in 2017 mm-hmm. you think they're gonna have the meats mm-hmm. that's their thing i don't like I said, when we talked about Arby's, it's, it ain't at the top of my list when I think of places. It takes eat. everyone 10 minutes to order from Arby's because all of us get there and spend the first nine minutes being like, how did my life come to this? Come on. And then you look at their menu like, what's on here that anyone would eat? I the commercials look so good. And then I get to the actual Arby's and I'll be like, what was on that commercial that made me drive out here? Because I, I don't know. remember. It's just the power of Ving yeah. Rain's voice. Yeah, all I hear is the meats. It, it, it could be anything. Yeah, this is Ving Rain's voice is so fucking powerful that we really be sitting around. Like, you be at home like, oh, man, roast beef with cheddar. Oh, I got to get that. Then the you get to RBC. So you look on the sign like, the, the Ving, it, this ain't the same without Ving Rain's talking to me. Mm-hmm. That's what they need. <gasps> Guys, that's what they need. When you go through the drive-thru at Arby's, 
no matter who's behind at the um drive through you need to sound like Ben Rames. You need to be pre-programmed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would fix everything. Because then, then you can order real fast. You know? If you pull up, welcome to Arby's. Can I help you? You're like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> would you like to try some of our delicious meats? I would like to try some delicious meats. Oh, yes. It wouldn't even matter what kind of meats. Right. Give me a number three. I don't even know what it is. Just mm-hmm. give me a number three, Ving. Uh, uh, but yeah, he gotta describe everything. That's the, that's the key. Yes, the script, cause the description sounds so good. Like, and he gotta describe it in the, the way he doing the commercials, not like, you know, it's a roast beef sandwich with cheese. Like, he gotta be like, you know, you know what makes roast beef even better? Yes! Mo roast beef! And some cheese! You're like, oh! Yes, yes nigga! Yes. Arby's, we got meat. Boom, boom, right. boom, boom. That's how the commercials normally go. <laughs> like, I need that in my life. We got three brand new sandwiches out here. You like chicken? We got it. You like turkey on turkey? We got that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, 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 other than that, I just can't see myself doing it. Yeah, Arby's just ain't on the top of my When I think of what do I want to eat, mm-mm. I might drive out to Arby's today just to look at the menu and see. I know, right? what's wrong with them why they can't get it together that's a good question you know um uh a family gave cardi b's bodak yellow a gospel remix how what uh cardi cardi b's bodak yellow is not only conquering the billboard charts but it can also hold its own as a gospel album twitter user known as kevin young at self-critic posted a video of his family giving the song an amazing soulful rendition oh what does it uh, sound like is the bigger question i'll try to hit play on it uh if i can get it to play over here you know it's been freezing a lot yeah lately. that's something magical about black people we can turn anything into a gospel song yeah see if it's lit um he put the video on wow i got forty thousand retweets so it must be good um here we go it's a minute long <laughs> It's something they're just saying, I don't dance now, I make money moves. Uh, Oh, great, and now it's freezing, so. Okay. I mean, that's like the only part of that song they can do, I guess. Right. Because I was thinking when they said a uh, remix, I was like, did they change everything to Jesus? Because, uh, who gonna tell them that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like, just like, sound like the choir singing a chorus, like, that's it. But yeah, right. I was thinking this was gonna be something. I was thinking like the Pat and the Bell song. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was alright, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no diss to them. Right, I mean, yeah, Pat and the Bell. There's not much you can do with that to keep it. 
jesusy come on or either the dude who did the uh remake uh maxine waters who did the remake for her yeah something like that but even that's well that's different that's not a gospel remix Mm -mm. but uh even then like the source material was different right like the golden girls theme dude that did that that was dope but he the source material is different like correct i don't know how you're gonna turn a little say little bitch is the first line into you know oh anyway um let's see what we have to do today um what else we got uh oh uh let's move into our other segments uh all kinds of stuff is happening and we got to get into it um let's go to our newest segment that we all hate and love taking out the trash guys it's time to get your your hefty bags your full 40 gallon i mean you're gonna need them like leaf bag the bags you use for leaves the big black ass bags (laughs) the outdoor when when you're cutting grass and shit because it's time it's to take it's, out the trash. It's theme music long enough. You could be done fill them up by the time the song ends. Mm-hmm. Get your gloves on. You don't want to get none of this on you. Don't get out there and sweat. Now you smell like outside. Yeah. Get you some bad clothes. Get your clothes that you don't care about. Okay? That's a lot. Yep, dropping off Woody Allen real quick. There go Matt Lauer. Bye, Matt Lauer. Mm-hmm talk to you later uh matt lauer speaking of him uh matt lauer and his uh his wife has allegedly left him and fled the country amid sexual harassment she uh, no accusations you know what baby i don't blame you because you know how society does it's all her fault she ain't lived with him in five years apparently they've been living Ooh. apart for years as their marriage has been rife with discord because of his womanizing to the point that he offered her five million dollars to withdraw her divorce petition oh yeah she is official now baby you, yeah she might have been like i was gonna try but now nah yeah it's funny because um people are probably gonna equate this with her you must have known he was out here doing i mean i think just being a cheating ass motherfucker is enough to make you not want to deal with him yeah she you know? might not know about the other ships like oh i know yeah. you have, you're fucking all these women but my assumption is this that the straw it, that broke the camel's back it was consensual you didn't tell me this was non-consensual sex what you mean oh even then right. though even then like this i can see why this would be worse right you know what i mean like this is cheating like you know because it was private too and now it's like public she probably had people right. calling her that's why she left the country people calling you want to do interviews you probably can't i don't know if they got children or not but you probably can't walk outside your door you know what else i took a microphone in your face you can't be around in your friends but you've been asked about it it probably would be draining yeah while most of the country was been shocked by news giving lauer squeaky clean image as a wholesome good guy those who knew the couple say he was a bad husband lauer's history of infidelity reportedly forced his wife to keep close tabs on him when he took trips abroad because she didn't trust him when roke sought to divorce lauer years ago he offered her uh five million dollars in cash to remain in the marriage the image cautious lauer made the cash offer because he was reportedly so concerned over how divorce might be perceived by his audience um so um lauer and roke met on a blind date in 1997 the same year he took over co-anchor of today in place of the departing bryant gumbel while lauer rose to television stardom with his today show gig roke has been featured in victoria's secret catalogs as well as in advertising for j crew 
um according to page six lauer who has a reputation as a philanderer uh philanderer uh was urged to uh settle down and get married by nbc executives who were concerned that his playboy image would hurt the today show given his it's heavily female viewership lauer and Rowe probably should have never did because it don't sound like he it's interesting that that married it's interesting that that can be a business decision for your company to tell you to do and of course you go get it like a a, a, a rent a wife kind of thing you know like let me go get somebody that's a these guys always kind of had this assembly line thing of like it's a, it's, it's so weird hollywood's just weird like that i don't get it necessarily but like all these men you know go get these younger victoria's secret model type chicks that they you know that they met through some people or some shit it's always some weird well i'm like well i guess i mean maybe it's love maybe it's not but you know it's like i'm paying you to be the on my arm at events i'm paying you to be uh you know uh when people look at me and pay they'll be like that's his wife the what a great man the same way i want them to look at my ferrari the same way i want them to look at my house you know uh people always talk about why do these men always date the same women i think this is why it's like a network it's not really organic necessarily anyway i don't know that's all speculation for me far be it for me to know because they all look a lot of them look identical well it's like like i said uh leonardo caprio been dating the same victoria's secret models for his whole career now he getting old he still do the same shit i don't you know it don't sound like something that a person that is looking for a partner or someone they respect would do because you know who the fuck is like i'm consistently trying to find a 20 year old that you know a 21 year old or some shit and i'm 50 like it's at some point it's, it's just gotta be like the way i imagine you buy pants or a watch or something i can't i can't assume that you're just going out here looking for peers at this point Mm-mm. um you know at any rate um he uh like she's been securing the bag or preparing to secure the bag for quite some time and it must gonna cost him more than five million dollars right that's what he paid too yeah or he wanted to i don't know that she accepted it oh, okay okay that's why he was trying to pay my bad he mm-hmm. was trying to pay if she accepted it it's a whole nother thing yep and even if she did she could have took the money and be like fuck you we still getting divorced didn't get that prenup uh terry cruz is having a, a hard time um dealing ever since he came out against that agent who you know um sexually uh assaulted him mm-hmm. groped him at a party in front of people and shit mm-hmm. um that agent who was suspended initially is already back at work he was only suspended for a month um and media outlets apparently have he's been very transparent have been trying to smear him um which when people say why don't these women come out he's a man and this he's a man and he's dealing with this so when people say stuff like why don't um these women come out da 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 everybody don't want to deal with that yeah everybody and everybody and he's a star like he has a name like terry cruz is a you know One of the pretty household pretty household names 54 years old he's still in this happened at, when he was 53 just by being transparent what did he get an email from russell simmons who turns out to be an abuser uh hey um i mean alleged abuser uh russell simmons turns out to and what's his email hey can you just like give this agent a break why the break that you want your victims to give you is that what you want the do you mean the 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 consequenceless break um and then um this agent is connected to all these stars 
adam sandler even you know um and so and you know i haven't seen adam sandler say anything to support terry cruz people these people that know this agent know that work with this agency could easily come out and be like fire this motherfucker i want i'm adam sandler i won't come back to work with y'all i'm taking my business elsewhere this is unacceptable to me nobody said shit for terry cruz and he's like i said he's a man who we mostly consider men have it differently have a different level of privilege how would this happen if it happened to a man you know but that's the thing people just see this as abusers versus victims and it's the same playbook yeah that not only that because i always go back to this he's a black man too so it's one of these things where we can devalue what you say because black also is associated with it too yeah you're a male Mm -hmm. you know but you're a black male so you know nobody's gonna believe you're a black ass well it's just like i said there's also just this assumption though because they didn't because it ain't just black men they didn't believe um cory feldman and the motherfuckers either true i think like this is one of those times where and i'm not saying this anyway racism exists this is not denial of race but But when it comes to this discussion very often it's just framed as abuser versus victim and we have a playbook for both right yeah yeah, i feel you because because it's that cut and dry on some situations yes you have little other things that play factor but it's one of these things where you right it's like something happens it's a victim it's an abuser the same tactics i use regardless on who's on either side right you know um yeah he got an email from radar online that was going to float a fake article about him he says uh it was comment request for radar online regarding terry cruz to whom it may concern radar online tends to publish a story today reporting terry cruz hired two prostitutes one of african descent and one of caucasian on june 16 2015 while staying at a hotel hermitage monte carlo monaco uh mr cruz chose the two prostitutes from a website euro escort girls and paid 2800 yen for their uh yen i think i don't know some maybe it's pounds for their company please provide comment by 6 p.m eastern standard time and he says a day after my good morning america interview radar line threatened me with a false story about me hiring two hookers at a 2015 monte carlo tv festival it never went to press because it was a lie this is not a coincidence i told you they were coming for me i also told you i'm ready um yeah he's determined to fight this too let me go to the next session guys we are back yeah and it's one of those things where uh every victim responds differently but i'm glad he is yeah you know uh, you know you can't put that pressure on everybody because everybody ain't built for that mm-hmm. but i am so glad he is because fuck them yeah especially uh as a man right. um as a black man you know we deal with a lot of um issues about hyper masculinity we deal with a lot of um issues about trying to be macho you know the you know i saw someone calling him a, a, a homophobic slur on twitter today and he right. responded to it and said that something about that shit too like that's a deplorable word that you would use that even but also like you know this is the kind of shit they use to silence people right and it's also one of the things too particularly with terry cruz and sometimes and it frustrates me a victim is a victim when it comes to this and not at one period of time did terry cruz try to make the situation about him as far as taking it away from a woman or any other group that's been abused and a lot of people go well it's not the time well when is it the time like like not trying to find the same tactic that's used against women i see women and other people using it against him yeah well like i said this is one line where i feel like 
we often talk in terms of women and men because men are typically the um the abusers in these situations the violators and women are often notorious because of the propensity of men to be um especially men in power to be typically heteronormative people right they like we there's also ceilings that we normally do put on men that are would uh you know um gay men uh you know it people that you know trans men like we there's ceilings we put on their lives anyway so they might not even have the power to do some of these things even still sometimes those men still do pick targets specifically that aren't necessarily women or cishet women and we still run the playbook no matter what the same way correct whether it was boys like with um africa bambata look at all the defense of him Ooh. whether it's um um someone that abuses women like a harvey weinstein um whether it's this agent abusing a, a grown-ass black man yeah, that we all look at as like a, a you don't want to fight terry cruz's in the nfl we still look at it that way and yeah. terry cruz is one of those dudes that's been fighting hyper masculinity whether you agree or disagree with him because i still remember his comments about like porn and masturbation or something he's like mm-hmm. that made me cheat on my wife and i was like okay nigga anyway but i remember um but even in those situations um he's been fighting this fight for a long ass time mm-hmm. so they he i guess they fucked with the wrong one he got activated by the weinstein thing and he's not backing there's no back down in him but he's paying a price still yes he is this guy Ari Emanuel, the um i believe is uh yeah in an effort to gain support from a colleague who would be sympathetic to the pain of seeing his abuser walk around town like nothing had happened cruz remixed a 2006 letter written by a power agent ari emmanuel now the ceo of william morris endeavor that demanded mel gibson be held accountable for his anti-semitism in the new letter cruz simply replaced gibson's name with adam vinitz and the term anti-semitism was sexual assault and gave it to emmanuel um but perhaps most devastatingly cruz has been compelled to expose the lack of support from his own community as he put his career reputation and livelihood on the, on the line to stand up for his right wendy williams was quick to throw him under the bus i was asked in my meeting this morning do i think it was brave of him to come out i said no it's not brave he's just talking she said on a talk show shortly after cruz good morning america interview under the cover of fame concern for cruz williams continued to question his decision speak out it may have been a really it may have a really negative impact on his career do you know what i mean being all black and being all chatty in this agent his name he named names y'all terry's going in then there's russell simmons who of course sent him the letter saying get this dude a pass uh ask that he be reinstated with great love all things are possible um sadly for Cruz, the vast majority are too caught up in their own personal battles for uh or accustomed to their privilege to maintain an nfl boycott or stand steadily with victims of sexual assault it's why some former and current players sided with their owners over their fellow athletes and while most of Cruz's closest comrades in hollywood included several approached by bet.com have yet to speak up in his defense so yep um that's sad that's fucked up yeah, i mean it's really what women go through all the time too and that's we always say that's fucked up on here too i don't think it's any more sad because he's a man or any less sad it's just sad you know motherfuckers will let you fry and then people wonder why people don't come out because this is also sending an example to people too not just him coming out we look at people coming out as brave look at this example you inspire me to come out with my sexual assault story and then you look at what happened to them too and society is also sending a message back to other people like and this is the cause for this shit 
this is the call he's i mean lucky for terry cruz he's got a long time long-term career he's got money at this point he may lose his career over this but be okay there's a lot of people who ain't gonna be okay who never had the money terry cruz at never had the name or the opportunity that's probably sitting there somewhere like i gotta shut the fuck up and hope if i'm quiet enough i can still get on correct uh one in four men don't think exposing themselves constitutes sexual harassment a sexual survey finds i believe it yeah only 24 percent of men um now for the record because i see a lot of people be like no nah, hell no it's more than that i guarantee that i don't think it is more than that i think a lot of men do it and they know it's sexual assault and sexual harassment a lot of them do it they don't care um but uh yeah it was an online it was a research group that asked over a thousand americans what they think counts as sexual harassment in an online survey they were told to select select all that apply the survey found 91 percent of women 83 percent of men thought being forced to do something sexual fit the bill if that doesn't count as sexual harassment what does yeah that wasn't 100 percent who are seven yeah, yeah who are the people that were like i don't know being forced to do something sexual not really harassment to me i don't know seems okay uh but yeah men were even more likely to characterize behaviors that didn't involve physical touches sexual harassment 24 percent thought flashing someone doesn't count and 30 percent thought making sexual comments about someone's body is harassment so yeah yeah and this is one of those things where women are conceived as property and less than and your whole existence is for me and my penis so this is the end result of that and i actually do believe the numbers are larger like mm-hmm. you only you only did a thousand people you this is a small survey what well, a percentage you so you believe the percentage is larger yes yeah yeah I, see I, I was gonna okay so i don't obviously it could be this is not me saying it's not but i wanted to add something to this that might be the percentage of men that really do think that way i my problem is that i would hazard to guess a high 75 percent at least would defend those men regardless correct and because i find i think this is true of a lot of harassment not that there's a small number of people doing it i think there's a large number of people doing it but there's an even larger number of people who identify with it and then start defending it even if they wouldn't do it themselves you know and that's a huge problem in society because you can't ostracize this number of people and be like hey you have a real fucking problem there's men that claim i don't know i don't know them like that i can't speak for every man i don't speak for myself but there are men that claim to to not agree with certain things and yet you see them defend them things uh-huh yeah, yeah. you know yeah. to me you just is complicit right i don't have time to parse between like did you do this or did you not i'm to me i'm like you know well you sound like a fucking rapist to me the end right but let's take the, let's 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 take it at face value let's say this dude isn't you know hey i'm raising daughters i would never let's say you would never do it blah 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 and that you haven't done it and that that you aren't self-reporting by why are you defending it right and that's the problem that i have and then when people call you out for defending a fucked up behavior you act like there's something wrong with right. them for, for, for i can't disagree you out and it's not the right. goddamn same you can shit you can shut the fuck up that's what the fuck you can do you can be quiet you can say nothing you can just let them ride like you do other shit that you really has nothing to do with you because that's the thing you quote unquote say it has nothing to do with you and you say this is not a behavior you would do but then when you see people being called out say nothing and it's one of those things where it's something within you that makes you feel like you have to defend the male quote unquote racist species and you just can't let the shit ride 
yeah that gender war shit is dangerous as fuck i wish people could i would just let it go because you end up agreeing with shit that you swear to god you don't fuck with because you don't want to quote unquote give up a philosophical win to someone of the opposite opposite of a different uh sex or sexual orientation in you so you just you know you i don't want to uh look men are on this side women are on that side i can't say hi that's not even the discussion we're having right we're talking about pulling your dick out on somebody that doesn't didn't ask you to see it oh i can't i mean so see this is the thing right so i can't say she got a nice dress like why are you bringing up that when someone's bringing up uh matt lauer has a button that block locks people in his office like why are we having two different discussions right now yeah you're you identify with this predator even though you swear what they did was above the line the first thing you do is think about yourself right and you derail the conversation so we talk about other shit or you make the conversation about you and 90 something percent of people even higher almost close to 100 maybe three to five percent you know seven percent at the most of people uh quote unquote false accusations but most people it's 100 percent true and so it's one of those things where when people are coming out talking about things that happened to them and talk about incidents that happened hate to be like this i don't give a fuck about your one friend i i you know because i just don't care you what know? one friend you know how sometimes people come we know when this shit come up you always have some on time i'm going well this one time i had a friend we're not talking about your friend yeah, also i don't believe you and your friend can we're we just not go talking there about your friend can we just go there i don't believe you and your friend what do you think a rapist gonna tell you you think that's how that works if you dumb enough to believe that shit that's on you you know what i mean like it's not like these men come out uh i was accused of rape by three different women and you know bitches be lying and then you're in this case you choose the camaraderie of your friend and the mask of and and the shield of manhood to hide behind and be like see these bitches be lying you don't know that mm-hmm. I've, I've had that conversation happen before where there's a dude that wanted i forget what he wanted me to do but it was my co-worker at the time and he was like yeah um my boy can't dj at this thing tonight and i'm like okay and he was like um i would be djing but uh i said what happened to him he's like oh man it was in the paper and everything you ain't heard the song so i'm like nah i ain't heard of him uh yeah man he got accused of rape by this girl man he went in the bathroom and then she came out tried to say he raped her and shit man you know bitches be lying i was like i don't it sounds like your boy could be a rapist though right i mean it's a hell of a lie like how many times does that happen it's like man you know he said she lying he my friend you know i bailed him out of jail i was like you you might have bailed a rapist out of jail you don't know that she lying right and people don't men don't want to believe that they are supporting rapists but right. you are a lot and of he, times like it but here's the thing it i could see it in his face it like i violated protocol i broke the ranks of just going by just because i like i said believe women to me isn't all women have to be flawless tell the truth all the time but i believe women is like can we consider the possibility that your boy did it like come on is as you know he didn't provide any reason that he would be targeted or we don't know what kind any of you know it wasn't like he said i wasn't even at the club that night it's not like every woman that walked in that bathroom accused him of sexual assault it's not like um she accused all these men of sexual assault she accused this dude of sexual assault like maybe he did it what what's so wrong about saying yeah, maybe he did it you just don't even want to consider it a possibility and 
the thing is you don't know what kind of dna test is going like you don't know anything you don't know what kind of investigation is going on and, and you know it's just one of those things where like i say it's it's a unnecessary fucked up gender war and it's a lot of hurt people based off of gender i'm a man and i gotta defend a man no matter what and i'm a woman and i gotta defend a woman no matter what right. and it's stupid and it's dumb and a lot of it comes from hurt and pain by people of the opposite sex yeah it's trauma people playing out their trauma but but yeah but also like for men a lot of times it's not about hurt and pain it's just about keeping them lines keeping them ranks together keeping that privilege together you know because if i have to examine my friend i have to examine all this shit you know if i can just the only women i believe is like if they my friend already oh my yeah yeah like yeah, if they yeah. friend or family but if it's just some other woman default is she a lying bitch like anyway point being um i don't know that the number of men doing the shit is i will never know how high that behavior is it still seems deviant to me it does seem like not the norm quote unquote as far as somebody like pulling a dick out and showing it to somebody but what is the norm is defending it that you can't argue that because because and i don't and by defending it i'm not talking direct defense i i want to be particular on this right men will say that that is disgusting and that that motherfucker is good but then what they'll also say is so i can't talk to a woman i can't so so i can't even and you're like oh you're kind of defending this because you're trying to associate these two different behaviors with one of them may be slightly objectionable to a woman and one of them's breaking the fucking law like ain't no you haven't passed a law yet that you can't say nice dress it's just uh uh it's just uh something that women may or may not get offended by but we haven't passed a law to that yeah you but know. we have passed a law that you can't pull your dick out and show it to a kid all right we we have pulled a, a law we haven't passed a law that you can't just violate someone's body or touch them when, without asking this shit we pass laws like that why are you associating your social faux pas your uh what do you call it your um awkwardness or whatever let's say let's say you literally are i don't mean a bad thing by well let's just take your social awkwardness why are you centering that in a discussion about someone being a serial sexual harasser offender or assaulter why are you how do we get here right and it all goes boils down to you deviating the conversation about the topic on hand right so you talk about your one friend which may not be true you know uh you talk about other shit like that and it's one of the things where it could be very very uh frustrating and it's one of those things where uh i i don't have time to decipher the quote-unquote real rapist from the people to defend this so i just throw you all in the same category and be like right. fuck it if you're defending them you're a part you're a part of the problem too even yeah. if you didn't rape you're a part of the problem i agree you're part of the problem like i said per se, i i wanted to have that conversation on here because i think it is nuanced and i would never defend some dude doing some shit like that but like i said there's a lot of men that claim they don't do these things that defend it and i and i do want to make that point stop doing it you know even if it's just well i will feel uncomfortable well that's like saying you know what it is <laughs> god gotta go back to the racial lens but that's like saying um so at a job place at um um what's the place with the tesla at tesla you had firing black employees you had calling them racial slurs and you had hanging nooses and shit and spray paintings racial slurs on things right these were the offenses this is what they got sued by multiple brown and black employees are in this lawsuit right that would be like me bringing that up and some white dude being like so i can't say homeboy to my friend at work 
i mean he's black but we cool okay so if i come up and say what's up my man and i give him a a, a dap instead of uh you know instead of just a handshake like i give everyone else a demean are you trying to say that i'm racist and you're like wait what how did these aren't even we're not having a discussion about that right now Mm-mm we're talking about this other thing that's that we should be agreeing that's fucked up yeah that is fucked up but i'm saying i can't even come up to my man daryl and ask him i can't quote friday the movie when i'm talking to him you're like why do you keep coming back to you we were talking about this other shit all you care about is you right which is just as fucked up you part of the problem anyway john hockenberry former public radio host is accused of sexual misconduct not a good not a banner week for i don't know who this is public radio um from an npr he works uh a former public radio host in new york city has left his show earlier this year uh he's been accused of sexual misconduct by author and some of his former colleagues it's never just one that's the other thing Mm-mm. like no offense to i'm not like say with george takai or neil degrasse tyson so far that like the people that said that stuff whether you know what for whatever motivation whether it happened or not it's like one person and a lot of times these people that engage in this behavior it don't take long that's why you gotta shut the fuck up like when shit first pops off like with um al franken just shut the fuck up don't defend him talk about how good a man he is when five more women come out you're gonna look stupid as fuck right you sitting up here talking about how great he was and now you look like a dumbass because you don't know everything about that dude well um in this case you know left the job left the gig one person comes out several more colleagues come out it's always more than one when when they did it it ain't no it's never doubt when they it's like oh this okay five women later he did it you know anyway suki kim uh says she met former M- wnyc the takeaway host john hockenberry in 2014 as a guest on the radio program he later sent her a series of emails that made her uncomfortable asking for her home address so he could write her letters entitled on the subject need another dose of you what? what looking at this picture this old white man that's just so ridiculous he left the radio show in august saying it was time to move on after accusations against the media mogul harvey weinstein broke kim decided to, to ask hockenberry's former colleagues about whether they ever felt uncomfortable she wrote one wrote one former colleague christian Meinzer, told her that he made unwanted sexual advances and wrote her sexually explicit notes through social media she eventually left the show others reported uh similar behavior but did not want to be named for the story uh kim author of without you there's no us undercover among the sons of north korea's elite had complained to the station in february mm, mm. and then he just happened to leave and it was time to move on y'all in a statement get ready to get real he was running in a statement new york public radio called the allegations against hockenberry disturbing and said the conduct described in the article would clearly violate nypr's standards and workplace park uh, practices uh, his contract expired in june and was not renewed uh she said the company cannot comment on why his contract was not renewed a statement from the takeaway post on twitter said the show was disturbed by the report and takes the allegations very seriously hockenberry issued a statement t- to the website saying he was horrified that people felt uncomfortable oh i know who this dude is mm-hmm. yeah i knew you would yeah because he normally he does like like a um one of the prime time hours and shit like that yeah because when you named the show i was like oh that's why i haven't heard his voice in a while mm-hmm. that makes sense looking back my behavior was not always appropriate and He's i'm been sorry with them for years mm-hmm. but go ahead i'm sorry 
looking back my behavior was not always appropriate and i'm sorry it's horrifies me that i made the talented and driven people i work with feel feel uncomfortable that the stress around putting together a great show was made worse by my behavior having to deal with my own physical limitations has given me an understanding of powerlessness and i should have been more aware of how to power i wield over others coupled with inappropriate comments and communication could be construed i have no excuses he is in a wheelchair after being paralyzed in the high school following a car accident hockenberry did not immediately respond to associated press request for comment uh the takeaway has 2.7 million weekly listeners and is broadcast on more than 270 stations yeah it's one of their biggest shows it's now hosted by todd zwillich Mm -hmm. the 61 year old hockenberry hosted the takeaway for from 2008 until earlier this year and is a four-time emmy award winner Mm -hmm. yeah um that's you know that's the thing using your platform to try to holler at people too it's it's unscrupulous man I, I like these are also that thing this is also that shit where um it's coming it's coming home to roost that and now's the time the getting's good you do it before it's over mm-hmm. if somebody made you feel uncomfortable now's the time you know i i wish we got a racial reckoning like this at some point i don't know that we ever will necessarily but i it would be dope like i would understand like i feel like a lot of black men particularly um and black people that have been kind of anti this push like really you can't even uh email somebody inappropriately after like really that that's what we firing people for keep in mind he didn't get fired but um i could understand like some of those people coming around if they knew like no we're gonna take your shit seriously that co-worker that calls you homeboy and my man and says the n-word when you go on lunch breaks with him and shit we gonna get rid of that dude you know we gonna like we gonna do something about it that person that touched your hair without asking permission at your job and they always called you sister girl even you know shit like that we gonna we gonna stop it like how many of us would come forward and be like yes we i'm sick of these microaggressions do something about it get rid of this motherfucker or fix it people come out the woodworks but i feel like sometimes i think with black shit we have a little bit of jealousy towards any movement that gets traction that consequences start being handed out because of how very very uh few and far between consequences for things that happen to us are so it's almost like oh y'all gonna listen to these motherfuckers you know anyway brock turner appeals his conviction you guys may know him as a stanford rapist um he only spent three months in jail and he's appealing his conviction and requesting a new trial keep in mind it's not that he didn't do it he got the lightest sense of sin as possible really and he's he, he he claims that his trial was fundamentally unfair um key to his request for a new trial is a statement the prosecutor repeatedly made during the trial saying the assault occurred behind the dumpster that's that's what they fucking found you dog turner's lawyers argue it did not occur behind the dumpster indeed the victim was found in a completely open setting you were caught in the goddamn act what the fuck are we talking about he said behind the dumpster prejudice the jury against turner but it's fact what are we talking about here uh the characterization of the crime implied an intent on the appellant's part to shield the sick and sequester his activities and implied moral depravity callousness and culpability on the appellant's part because of the inherent connotations of filth garbage that detritus and criminal uh activity frequently associated with dumpsters you don't get the fuck trash delicious don't even lie to shit because why as a oh 
because so now you're gonna force the victim to go through this bullshit all again. over a fucking again po- possibly he's petitioning for a new trial this doesn't mean he'll get there his request will be granted but possibly yeah you know this is one of the things yeah. that we don't talk about when we talk about sexual assault and we go we use the court of law as the well look so-and-so was found not guilty or he was it's on, and it's like were they found not guilty or did they keep going to trial until the assault victim went uh, assault survivor went i don't fucking have this is the fourth trial i'm not doing this again like i'm not leaving my job four years later i'm trying to move on i gotta go re-traumatize i gotta remember the night for the again in perfect detail have every comment picked apart over and over again until eventually um they rule to probably get this dude who probably already got a light sentence in the first place to let him go like at some point i have to move on to right that or either they're like fuck it i'm not going to trial which makes you actually just throw a whole trial out well they don't always throw the whole trial out when you do that with nate parker i know they did the trial again without the witness okay uh because she she just it was like four or five years later it was before she died oh okay it was just a long time later she was just like i'm i'm not doing it again like i've done this two or three times now like y'all y'all passed the sentence already you know and then and that when she's not there all of a sudden it's just easier to be like well nothing happened let it go she let it go so we it must not be real you know it don't mean she let it go now you know what i'm saying she ain't here she must right. let it go right right from that perspective yeah yes. she must have let it go it must be okay um arrowverse uh if you guys have watched dc um the tv shows on wb mm-hmm. uh arrowverse co-creator uh was fired following a sexual harassment scandal his name was andrew kreisberg He's been officially fired by Warner Brothers Television. Um, followed claims of sexual harassment from various cast members. Um, yep, he had a history of sexual misconduct and inappropriate physical conduct with, uh, contact with people on the set. It was corroborated by 15 different women and four men, all of whom had worked for him over the years. Good God. Corroborated doesn't mean that that was the number of people he did it to. Corroborated could mean that I saw it, heard about it, you told me you did it that, like that. But that's still a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Among the, I mean, pretty brazen, right? At least 19 people knew about it. Among the allegations leveled at him include detailed accounts from past and present employees that he touched and kissed women without their permission, asking for massages from female employees who were clearly uneasy. They love that massage thing. Is that the, is that the catch all? It's a power thing, I think. Make this person touch me that don't want to do it uh the sources also described a verbal history of regularly sexualized comments about women's appearances and how they dress whether or not they were desirable it makes a ton of sense for those at least like me they've been watching wb shows like why are these women dressed like this come on i i and it's not hate or nothing um people always turn it on the actresses or the characters but it's, it's that's a decision made at the top it's like i don't think felicity would go to work as a ceo of a company with a midriff hopping out and you know the the shortest skirt on i don't think that's how that would work right you're right and sometimes it don't make no no sense you go okay you're in this situation not so funny why the fuck you got heels on anybody else would not have worn heels in this situation like yeah it, it doesn't make any we already do it enough in this genre uh in, in movies you know it's laughable in jurassic park the last joint the woman ran through the jungle in hills yes i took it as a joke but you but yeah but you know what i mean we already do enough because someone somewhere was like we gotta pop that ass out we gotta sell this which and maybe that's what human beings are like but that also means you're putting people in charge that think like that right and it's also maybe just me and they may not change this may have to do something to do with how they write their female characters right you know because sometimes as as a as a female 
uh i look at a lot of how the female characters reading how the love interest is reading how the desires are reading how female characters are quote unquote written out and then brought back particularly with iris you know those are things i look at and i you know and i understand that you know these shows are made for quote unquote tweens and teens but you also i'm an adult and it's one of those things where children can deal with high intellect relationships you know and it's one of those things where you know i challenge them to make things more deep in my opinion you know but like you said this comes from a 30 year old no not 30 but almost 40 year old mind and i hope getting rid of him causes them to mature relationships and mature some of the women writing and also causes them i'm not gonna say change the dressing but dress them more realistic because I, I understand this come from comic books and white dudes wrote most of the comic books so you're trying to quote unquote mimic those things but it doesn't mean it's right yeah i think they should change the way they dress just because it was always ridiculous yes it was it just always was you know like i get it superheroes and shit dress you know and i and it's not that there's like a shortage of, like i mean how many scenes we gonna get of oliver and diggle no shirts doing you know workouts like i'm not saying those are bad things per se um and sexy people and sex sales and there's nothing wrong with somebody being mm. but it was just so over the top with all the actresses and some things it just looked ridiculous it was right. like that's not a choice a person would make in this situation let alone a person that you know we're supposed to quote-unquote really have this like uh profound respect for in this in this um in this uh show when everyone else is dressed a certain way they're dressed like they're going out to a party and you're like come on she didn't work at the police station and wear you know a skirt up her ass and then sit on a desk that shows all of her leg like that's not how that's not how they would do this and it was clearly that they were trying to be someone somewhere in decision making night maybe him maybe not but someone somewhere said this is what we need to do to sell this character and it was bullshit right and the thing is uh it's across the board but i think out of everybody and i loved arrow it was more blatant with felicity and arrow because you have other female characters they don't dress like that right um well then that kind of goes to the point that they don't dress everybody like that then correct i don't know i was saying the opposite i I think they dress women ridiculously if they but specifically the love interest women and that's more that's more of that because you you have to think um with the uh with black siren the siren Mm -hmm. they don't dress her like that yeah you know so i mean that's that's kind of what i yeah but iris is supposed to i mean they basically want to make a scene every scene with her i'm supposed to feel like i gotta pull my dick out and start jacking off and that's ridiculous yes but it also makes sense if it's coming from the decision making of a guy like that right anyway hope it changes it for the better russell simmons is stepping down from his companies in wake of the accusation of harassment and sexual assault Hmm uh you know he's been accused uh well we read his accusations but he's mm-hmm. stepping down according to the hollywood reporter uh he said i've been informed with great ang- anguish of jenny lummett's recollection about our night together in 1991 i know jenny and her family have seen her several times over the years since the evening she described while her memory of that evening is very different from mine it's now clear to me that her feelings of fear and intimidation are real while i have never been violent i've been, have been thoughtless and insensitive in some of my relationships over many decades and i sincerely and humbly apologize uh this is a time of great transition the voices of the voiceless those who have been hurt and sh- uh, sh- or shamed deserve and need to be heard as corridors of power inevitably make way for a new generation i don't want to be a distraction so i remove myself from the businesses that i founded the companies will now be run by new and diverse generation of learning and healing as for me i will step aside and commit myself to continue my personal growth spiritual learning and above all else listening 
lumis column she wrote that maybe recalling this incident can be helpful to other women who have spoken or out against simmons but realize there's a lot of stake coming forward to her story so much guilt there's so much shame there's an excruciating uh internal reckoning as a woman of color i cannot express how wrenching it is to write about this uh successful the right this about a successful man of color hbo of course announced that they won't be working with him they say they have no plans uh nothing under you know in production with him um but yeah she detailed allegations of sexual misconduct made against uh brett ratner and simmons a woman quoted in the story said that they were in it together yeah we read that so he's stepping away um you know yeah, I, yeah. I don't really care about his apology but mostly because i don't think anyone would there's nothing he could have said that would make people accept his apology anyway and they never literally admit to doing anything wrong and i think to in, to to them they probably think like this makes me feel look more innocent and i'm saying when you say you don't recall or you see it just a different way it kind of sounds like you must have done that shit all the time you know um but you know at the same time what you know he's stepping down uh abc news suspended oh wait this is a trash how you get in here duh damn i just saw suspended and put this nigga in the trash that's a different type of story anyway um dc comic editor uh dc comics suspends editor eddie berganza amid sexual scandal so this motherfucker getting taken up out the paint too comic book uh dude writes for batman teen titans and wednesday comics made a name for himself in 1998 when he won comic buyers guy fan award favorite editor uh but he has been released um he um dc entertainment released a statement saying basically he was suspended laid out a plan on how they're going to handle the situation going forward um uh it was a report from buzzfeed news that came out earlier this week uh rounding up several women's sexual harassment accusations against berganza the editor's improper behavior appears to be on somewhat of an open secret in the industry unfortunately the company seemingly turned a blind eye despite this multi-employee hr complaint filed uh against him in 2010 due to significant contributions to their business this comes on the heels of suspension of Arrowverse producer andrew kreisberg who is also battling similar allegations yeah it's funny dc gets away with a lot of shit for some weird reason because yes they do marvel had a dude that lied about using a pseudonym an asian pseudonym even to like sell comics and get around this like way of getting this grant so and now he's like the editor-in-chief of marvel and um it's been four days and i think they're trying to get him out and i've seen somebody tweet like it's been four days and they haven't done anything but y'all excited about the infinity war and i was like yeah i guess that is fucked up but i mean that like marvel the standard for marvels is much higher like this dude had been sexually harassing women since 2010 and there isn't like a but y'all niggas went to see justice league or anything like that it's just kind of different for them uh garrison keeler got fired by npr uh he put my hand on a woman's bare back he says oh you know garrison keeler don't you i probably do uh a prairie home companion yes yes i do that's that old man show that uh uh used to come on and it's it's boring as fuck but it's really really popular I've, I've heard it several times and he would actually travel around the country and his shit would be sold black people love him his shit would be sold out i know exactly who you're talking about and to think that you funded this with your npr cup i know my seven my my seven dollars a month you made it possible for this man to do the things he did Mm-mm. and i made it possible i paid for npr to get him up out the paint too 
that's true nobody ever talks about that part Mm-hmm. Garrison Keeler, whose soothing voice and gentle humor helped define the world's view of Minnesota, has been dropped by Minnesota Public Radio for inappropriate behavior. NPR said Wednesday it is severing all ties to the longtime host radio, a Prairie Home Companion show, the show, which he handed off last year to handpick su- successor Chris Thow, who, uh, it will be retitled. Uh, Keeler holds a trademark and his old broadcast no longer will be aired. Uh, offic- oh, wow so they're basically getting rid of him and that show has and been show. on for years right tell you for years for decades and the show it sounds like um and he is not one of those people that is even admitting uh that he was wrong or anything um he told the star tribune by email i put my hand on a woman's bare back i mean to pat her back after she told me about her unhappiness and her shirt was open and my hand went up about six inches she he recalled i apologize i sent her email of apology later and she replied that she had forgiven me and not to think about it we were friends we continue to be friendly right up until her lawyer called uh it's astonishing that 50 years of hard work can be trashed in the morning by accusation she said in facebook post wednesday evening i always believed in hard work and now i feel sort of meaningless only a friend can hurt you this badly i think i have to leave the country in order to walk around in public and not feel accusing glances does anybody even know what he look like uh well i don't but a lot of white folks do you, he, yeah you like he he's in the realm that most of us don't deal with like i said i listened to him on uh npr and uh some of the stories are interesting but overall it's just not my cup of tea but yeah he he literally would travel all around the country for those of you that don't know because when you listen to the um radio show they would do all his shit would be live and you would hear people cheering they would have actors they would be at this auditorium and that auditorium and it would be sold out so i tell you he's big in, in a lot of those white people ram like say he's been doing this shit for like 50 years so you know 40 50 years so he a, he's been around for a very fucking long time so a lot of people know who he is you know he's got a state for himself and i could see him having to quote unquote lead the country because it's like you say all those social circles some people gonna look at him like Mm-mm. he ain't gotta lead the country i don't know what he's talking about he'd be all right oh i mean yeah he'll he'll be all right when i mean he got to the country he got to the country for his own consciousness he's just trying to make himself feel bad and try to make everybody feel sad for him he don't have to leave the country oh no no no. he don't have to leave the country this shit happened too much like there's a not to be cynical but there's a certain level of shit where it's like it's so common i don't even know why people tripping that hard right like the offenders like they feel so sad for these dudes i'm like y'all do realize that it's 27 of these dudes y'all feel sad for at this point y'all really don't care Mm -hmm. he'll be fine he could go start his own show or take his show somewhere else if he wanted correct if steve they can probably just take his shit to a premium play pay for platform and be just fine bill o'reilly did just that and made more money than he did i don't know if he made more money that that was your boy glenn beck oh glenn beck okay bill Bill o'reilly did just that just kept taking with his lies he don't give a fuck Mm mm-mm um but we always make it sound like these niggas going to jail or some shit nothing's oh, no, gonna happen to you no. ain't nobody gonna fuck you up in person no they're not whether it should happen or not you're gonna be able to go anywhere you want and do whatever you want he later deleted the public comment then in a post on to his facebook friends including some journalists said that he had a good conversation with my dear friend who i'm married to on the subject of what do we really need in life it's very simple i need her and i need to have work to do and i need to live someplace where we can both be happy have about 10 years of work to do sitting in my computer i want to write a couple movies write a weekly column preferably humorous write a book called gratitude i think we should move east and leave the past behind oh yeah that's like he already got plans to move on he will be just fine mm-hmm. i'm gonna leave the country he's right you gonna leave the country and write a couple movies bro so you plan on re- re-entering public life and being like this this is all that happened keep in mind we still haven't heard what he was accused of 
we've only heard his version of what he was accused of how many people will run with that and be like wow all he did was pat a woman on the back and i can't believe this happened to him like let me tell y'all something while these fucking y'all let me let me say this while these fucking accusations come as news to us companies don't make moves based off of one fucking thing Mm -mm. they're only news to us because we people have protected these people's secrets for so long or people have had grace and been like i'm gonna just let this slide and it's adding up or no one will believe me so why would i say anything anyway by the time a matt lauer gets fired you know how many fucking people have had to complain right by the time they let girls and keeler go they're not doing this shit because they're like yeah he touched someone's back and 1991 and she just told us about it yesterday so we they, said he they, gotta go they had other complaints it's go i guarantee it's gonna be a litany of motherfuckers coming out like yo this nigga did this he said that he was doing this to people that's how it always works give it a while they're gonna come out you know and the companies end up in a bad position because they can't really air this nigga out like we let him go because 15 people been complaining and right. and we didn't do anything which is why one of the reasons they ain't gonna say shit we didn't do anything for 10 years and this is finally too much that's they don't want to say that so they just gonna be like we had to go and we don't talk about private employment yeah, matters amical, uh, amical differences yeah um although he stepped away from there he will content, remain uh a producer credit and continue to record his daily feature the writer's almanac for syndication by npr's distribution on st paul based american public media yeah so they ain't doing nothing but moving shifting them shifting them around a little bit yeah they was like we you can't, can't be on here with your name and your face out right but he gonna still do his daily feature the writer's almanac y'all cool with that npr said it would halt the feature it also will separate itself from pretty good goods online catalog which sells his merchandise and the website prairiehome.org oh so they so basically they're gonna halt that although he stepped away from there he he retained his producer credit and continued to record his daily feature for syndication oh so i guess he recorded and they saying they're not gonna put it out right but it sounded like they was gonna do that and then it was like you know what nah, okay. we gotta cut all okay. we gotta officially cut all ties with you i'm in shock the new host still wrote on twitter i know nothing beyond what's contained in the npr statement but i trusted the proper steps are being taken the prairie home team is in new york city for three weekends of live shows again it's saturday mm, all right Tommy. representatives refused to comment but a white public radio email said the working title is now the chris Steele show and this host will address the situation in his monologue saturday Mm. Right. I wonder what he said. I don't know because this is the new host because they did a transitional yeah. change. So it's one of those things where they was like, "Look, we can't even use that name, but we used the name because it was easier to use the name because it was kind of a staple, like McDonald's. You know, we don't want to change the name from McDonald's because everybody know what the fuck McDonald's is. But now they're like, "Fuck it, we got to reboot." Basically, Keeler later posted a statement on his website that said, "I've been fired over a story I think is more interesting and more complicated than the version NPR heard. Most stories are." it's some sort of poetic irony to be knocked out the air by a story having told so many of them myself i'm but i'm 75 and don't have any interest in arguing about this and i cannot in can you imagine hmm. can you imagine being like i just ain't want to argue about being some accused of sexual assault i don't it's just too much can can you be bothered i cannot in conscience bring danger or to a great organization i worked hard for since 1969 i'm sorry for all the poets whose work i won't be reading on the radio and sorry for the people who will lose work on account of this but my profound feeling is that of gratitude especially to my wife jenny and for this painful experience that has brought us even closer together he and jenny nelson is about she's a violinist from the minnesota opera they've been married since 1995 it's his third um marriage so yeah um i don't know um 
I, I still don't see the accusation um though oh he also wrote a um column defending al franken uh hmm. that this week so um that sounds kind of weird uh yeah what's funny is they still haven't put the accusations out though or at least that i see like there's not even a link to them mm, did i miss it mm. uh yeah they just this is all from his side npr side what is it on star tribune.com yeah huh they said uh beyond a statement that they were they would not comment beyond a statement saying they were notified last month of allegations relating to his conduct while he was responsible for reducing phc that's it so mm. interesting somebody gonna tell anyway yes, he sir. gone to the trash with him peace um <laughs> trying to imagine telling somebody i just can't even be bothered with this oh, shit this man too much. like y'all really gonna make me defend my reputation like oh, just man. whatever i'll just leave there right us out here trying to make it sound like i did something all right let's try to do something fun before we leave guys all right let's do um let's do a little bit of uh guest race how about that now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts man we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and of course the uh chat room and karen are racist all right let's get into it a woman 26 years old chopped off her boyfriend's penis with garden shears during a sex game you can see your screen oh no what's happening i don't know oh forget that story forget that story abort (laughs) abort we'll go to another one yeah look that was like wait a minute we can see the screen y'all are all gonna get that right right all right we'll try a different one (laughs) a new hampshire woman is charged with burning her roommate's ferret in the oven ferret the bird ferret is not a bird (laughs) (laughs) ferret looks like a prairie dog oh okay which would be a prairie home oh ferret like a parrot my bad huh ferret i was thinking parrot mm. my bad that's why mm. i said like a bird that's an interesting way to get to that conclusion <laughs> i'm sorry anyway police are accusing the ignore new me y'all okay all right it's hard to ignore you when you just i can't even read the story to move <laughs> on so they can't ignore you <laughs> i wait till you get it out your system you go ahead you sure yes all right Police are accusing a New Hampshire woman of killing her roommate's pet ferret, which was found dead in a smoke-filled oven. Pol- oh, shit. Was she trying to cook it like a turkey? Mm. Manchester police say they got a call around 2.40 a.m. Wednesday about smoking an apartment caused by a burned item in the oven. Mm. Uh, that sounds more less like a burned item and a burned pet. A friend, even. Um i hope they were able to ferret out what happened to it uh firefighters cleared the building and found the ferret two people who rented the apartment said they owned the ferret um 
and they had a temporary guest let me guess who burned it police say 26 year old avana clifford on one count of animal cruelty she was arrested um she was scheduled to be arraigned wednesday afternoon it was it wasn't immediately known that she had a lawyer a phone number could not be found for her guess the race of avana what's her name avana clifford oh white karen's going white let's check the chat room see what you guys believe um uh the whites love to rescue raccoons and ferrets white does not taste like chicken white that Aww. ferret wasn't even seasoned white <laughs> <Aww. laughs> white them folks white the correct answer is white yeah i guess it's like the burning the bunny but with a ferret they say ferrets make good pets they're really smart ah yep they make good prairie home companions apparently they do mm-hmm. uh that's our picture there did it show up yet i don't see it yet okay let me see let me go over here see oh. oh look at the ferret got to hold her hair right she, she got that that i'll burn your ferret hair probably why she fried it they was letting us stay at the crib i wonder what happened to make her burn the fucking par- I don't know. ferret is that a week i don't think so that's, that's all her girl mm, 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 mm. Mm-hmm. that's why she was like oh you're gonna fuck my hair up i'm gonna burn the hell out of you alvana clifford um let's see what else we got here how about um uh how about this one a woman is accused of swapping barcodes at walmart and she paid three dollars and seventy cents for eighteen hundred dollars worth of electronics oh mm-hmm. electronics a florida woman was arrested on monday after attempting to carry out one of the most interesting robberies we've ever seen cheyenne amber west a 25 year old mother from fort pierce was charged with felony grand theft and felony shoplifting after she said she rang up 1824 dollars worth of electronics for just three dollars and 70 cent at a walmart self-checkout the suspect and her mom alicia west allegedly picked up several high-priced items from the store's electronic department including video games and a laptop covered up the barcodes with stickers of merchandise from the store's clearance department a loss prevention officer at uh walmart took notice of the pair and stopped them before they made off with the discounted goods quote unquote i'm just trying to get gifts for my son that i can't afford west told a responding deputy (laughs) yeah i guess that's one i guess she was trying to do that um the computer is for my husband since he just got me a coach purse i did he pay full price i I figure he deserves something nice as well west is currently being held in indian river county jail in florida for three thousand on three thousand dollars bond um yeah i mean it must have been a nice purse you know gotta give her that uh guess the race of cheyenne amber west black karen's going with black let me check the chat room see what they say why is there a picture coming up hmm there we go why not pause this there we go all right cool uh let me see what you guys think in the chat room they just they they watch black folks too much to have gotten away with this white well they didn't take and get away with it my personal hero assist about that bargain black it was black friday ha black she's white black so i can't get this for free black as fuck i'm a full i'm gonna fill up this plastic tub with meat black 
big ball big baller brand appreciator never lost i never lost she lost her freedom that response was extra white trying to appropriate the self-checkout scan white wouldn't stop the white person white no one names their child after a city in montana but white folks uh the correct answer is white Some of y'all did miss it, though. Yep, that's her right there. Oh. Um, trying to get away with that. That bullshit. Yeah, don't you think they got cameras everywhere, baby? That's when you swap them labels eighteen hundred dollars for three dollars and seventy cents like right, you know that's you, gonna catch you come on you ain't walking at the front door with no fucking computer for three dollars and some change bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race so right double the points double the race and a bonus round against the race so far everybody is just about two for two except for a couple of y'all who did terrible terrible job but the rest of y'all are two for two man so let's see if we can uh keep the streak going karen's two for two uh okay that one that article's no longer up all right let's see let's try another one um how about the uh, this one on one for one you wanted one you missed one yeah i said uh black for the first one okay cool no for the second one. Oh, for the second one okay i thought you said white my bad you one and one um look at you being all honest <laughs> i was like i don't think that's right this man hid in the woods for 10 years to escape a bad relationship oh shit malcolm Apple, applegate 62 white applegate went to uh <laughs> okay Apparently it was a dead giveaway for some I know, reason. Right? I don't know. Applegate was a racist name. Uh, was a white name. Applegate left his wife when he he's sixty two. He went to extreme manager, measures to get out of what he describes a controlling relationship. He left his wife uh, for the woods one day without telling anyone. He lived there for five years, had, staying hidden for a total of ten. Oh shit! Must have one of those sex robots up there. I must have. I camped in thick woodland near Kingston and made that home for five years while maintaining the gardens at a local community center for the elderly. He said, "Gardening is what started the problems in this marriage." He says his wife didn't want him working so many hours and would get upset over any time he spent outside of the house. The controlling behavior started to get out of hand, and she demanded that I cut my hours. After a long time trying to stay in the marriage, I decided to leave for good. He set out to Birmingham, United Kingdom, to London by bicycle, later on foot after his bike was stolen. Shit. The journey took nearly three weeks. Uh, Applegate eventually moved in to Umas Greenwich Center, a South London homeless shelter, which he worked, where he worked odd jobs and raised money for the homeless in his spare time. My day to day involves working in the shop to, or driving the vans. I'm not fussy what jobs are given to me as long as I'm working family and friends had no idea what happened to him until he finally broke his silence to his sister i've been a de- it been a decade since i last seen her and in that time she had been to all of the salvation army host- hostels in the south trying to find me i think she assumed i was dead i wrote her a letter once i was settled in greenwich and she phoned me up in flood a flood of tears we now have a great relationship again there's no word about his wife though I like the people who donate to Imas to know that I'm grateful for being given a second chance at life. 
like you what are you talking you you use them and their money like you didn't have to do any of this you could have just got a divorce if you wanted that bad i have a lovely room i'm able to work and i can still lead an active social life i love it here my life is officially back on track mm, that poor woman uh guess the race can't oh, say it white chat yes chat apple, room apple tree apple bottom whatever his name is he white Applegate. Uh, Applegate. all right let's check the, the lived in the woods for 10 years white didn't want him to work too hard white hid in the woods for 10 years that is quite a long time bear grills would be proud of that white man looking for robin hood white white ain't no nigga hidden in the woods for 10 years hiding in the woods for 10 years they would hang out in their mama's basement white white the correct answer is and everyone gets the same thing you got it right he's white that's terrible man you know he want a sex robot can't wait can't wait to get him a sex robot just somewhere sitting around like these the only problem with women they be talking women be talking and she just didn't want to work that hard and he was like fuck that i'd rather drive ride a bike three weeks and get it stolen and then not talk to you for 10 years and live off of other people's donations than to say to you i want out of this relationship right Mm-mm-mm. anyway that's him mm. all right let's go to the last thing guys do some sore ratchetness we went a little long today um but i didn't mind it i hope you guys enjoyed it um all right here we go it's a lot of trash to take out today so it was it is what it is keep laughing to myself about garrison keeler can you imagine a world where all you did was touch a woman's bare back by accident a little too high and she forgave you and you apologize even though you said it was nothing and that's why you got fired can you imagine that we lived in that world can you imagine i can't even fucking imagine that we we don't live in that world yet what did he really do i cannot wait till the tea drops on him because oh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be looking for his shit because something gonna come out yeah this shit always finds its way to me anyway or whatever but i'm gonna be looking for his shit specifically because i i guarantee you it this the other side of the story is not that shit well you know i just feel uncomfortable with he touched my back too high and i think even though it was uh let's see 2017 1991 it was like 26 years ago 25 years ago i think he should be fired today and i just wanted y'all to know that that's it and npr was like mm, you right we're gonna fire this nigga yep no we don't need no more um no we don't need no more evidence nothing nope that's it that's that's all he's like gone said, ain't no one offense thing like we'll all be shocked if that if we've gotten to that point we'll all be shocked together Woo, we all be shocked together but when you let the uh person who's accused kind of paint the narrative they're never gonna come out and say that that's what it was you know anyway we'll see a man was arrested after he pulled out a sword during an argument on thanksgiving day richard lenthitum uh 35 carving a turkey 
he tried to call some turkeys some jive turkeys yeah he did 34 years old damn he would have sold out at 140 in the, in the afternoon oh shit right at dinner time he must have been mad it was gonna take a couple more hours yeah thanksgiving is on the day with dinner time is at two and three it was involved in a physical altercation with daniel blake danielle blake who uh when he grabbed a long metallic sword and stuck struck blake with the flat side linthicum later said they were arguing over a drug deal made the day before according to a report when asked if he used the sword to fight linthicum said the sword was maybe going too far but his actions were justified he faces aggravated battery a man okay yeah now according to the original story they said he was arguing about a loaf of bread thanksgiving morning and it took a turn Mm. oh wait no this is a different nigga that did this he ain't had no sword okay. alright well fuck him then Duh! anyway be careful out here guys motherfuckers bringing swords to thanksgiving you know what I'm supposed to do with that Right. you know alright guys we'll talk to y'all tomorrow thank you so much for listening to the show yes Um. so hope you enjoyed it until then I love you I love you too Mwah. Mwah.